Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. He'll get you the sports any way that he can. It's Mike Francis on the fan. to you uh, this evening uh, by the folks who bring us uh, every program, and that is Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to, y- brought to you by those who drink it, and we thank them, as always, for their uh, sponsorship. Okay. Knicks, Mets. First of all, Mills is out. I know Mills, I'd say, fairly very well. Gentleman, I- like I said, I knew his dad. Um, no surprise he's out. Uh, no surprise they've been under a lot of pressure there. Obviously, Dolan's not happy with what's going on. He's also not happy with the chance, as you know. That bothers him immensely, as everybody knows. Um, there have been rumors that there was a breakdown over a trade. They're going to trade a bunch of guys because they got a bunch of bad players. They have a lot of work to do. Can they get the guys they want? I doubt they'll get one of the two people you've heard everybody talk about. We'll see how that unfolds. It'll take a little while for it to unfold, so we'll see. Uh, I have some thoughts on that, but that can wait uh, a day or two because nothing's going to happen in the next 24 hours, okay? Now, the Met thing. Give Barstool credit. I gather they're the first ones that had the story today. That's what somebody came in and told me, that Barstool was the first one that had the story, so I'm hearing that's true. So give the guys at Barstool uh, credit you know, a lot of times when Boston does it, people say, ah, it's Boston. But you know what? Give them credit. You know, if they broke the story, good for them. Now, I heard about this a little before I started the 5 o'clock show on Radio.com. I called the Mets. The Mets usually take my phone calls. They didn't. They said they were in a meeting. So I did not get to anybody that I usually get to. So I don't have any information from that standpoint. Now, here's the latest story. Usually when there's smoke, there's fire. And it's not, it's not hard for these deals to break up. Now... Here's what's being reported now by Thornton uh, McInerney of The Post. I don't know who he is, but this this might be a guy who might be a business writer. I'm not sure if he's a sports writer or a business writer. Um, But it sounds like the Cone side or the business side is talking. Remember, this one, you can get information from the Mets. You get information from Wall Street. Steve Cohn's 2.6. This is the Post story. Steve Cohn's $2.6 billion bid to buy the Mets. It's on life support if it is alive at all. Sources close to the situation are confirming that the billionaire hedge fund manager is ending negotiations with the Wilpons on its purchase of an 80% stake in the franchise. According to those sources, Cohn is deeply unhappy with the Wilpons changing the terms of the agreement at a very late stage and has decided to walk away. 
When rumors broke that the Cone deal was dead, the Mets offered a strangely worded non-denial. They did. They put out this thing. They sent it here, too. The parties are subject to, not, to confidentiality obligations, including a mutual non-disclosure agreement, and therefore cannot comment. They sent that here. They sent it to everybody. Because uh, Anthony brought it in. He showed it to me. Um, sources close to Cone tell the Post, might be Cone, uh, tell them that the 63-year-old $13, million, uh, $13 billion man is taking the NDA more seriously than the Wilpons and is holding his tongue for the time being. This is the second time that a deal broke through. You remember David Einhorn, who is another one of these Wall Street types. Okay, very successful Wall Street guy. All right. Guy who shorts a lot of companies, as you might know. Um, Einhorn... And the Mets fell apart over something to do with the deal. Einhorn also stepped on a lot of toes. I can tell you at the time, he, he, didn't, he didn't act very well around the baseball people. He really didn't. It, but again, that might have been, it might have come down to other things too. I'm not saying that Einhorn was to blame you. I'm not saying he was at all. He wasn't, he didn't set, you know, make a, a good presentation when he first showed up, but that doesn't mean the Mets didn't screw him on the deal. He might have. I, I have no. I, I have no doubt they might have or they might not have. I have no idea. So the bottom line is the deal didn't go through. Now it looks like the Cone deal is not going through. I don't have any information on this. I apologize because I did call them. I didn't find out about it until right before I came on the air, and I didn't get through to the Mets. They told me they were in a meeting. So and I can tell you, I texted them and they and. Someone from the organization texted me back that said, we're just, everyone's in a meeting right now, we can't talk. That's what they said. So no one got on with me. I didn't get anybody that I usually get talk to me. So no one talked to me. Uh, so I didn't get any information. Uh, so I'm not denying any of this. I'm sure, like I said, I, I, someone came to me today and said, Boston is reporting that the deal's off. I said, those don't appear out of thin air, okay? When, they, you know, when, they, when you see something like that, it usually has a, some basis to it. Now you're hearing rumblings that it deals off. So for Met fans, you thought you had the richest owner in baseball, and now you're back to the old days. Well, Eddie, come in here. Come in and say, come in here, Eddie. I, I just saw Eddie walk in. Eddie's on tonight, right? He's got a hot stove. Come on in, Eddie, for a second before we take a break. So I see Eddie's in here. I haven't seen Eddie in a long time. Hi, Eddie. Sit down. Why? Let me ask you if you know. I, I, I don't. Okay. I didn't, I didn't get to anybody yet, Eddie, because no. this is just breaking. I called... You know I have good sources with the Mets. Yes, I I've heard that. Yes, I, I, I called and they were in they were in meetings. They, you know, listen, I've, I've right. gotten the same. Anytime I've asked anybody over there, we right. get the same thing. We're we're proceeding business as usual, and we right. can't comment, et cetera, so, et cetera. So, Boston yeah. broke it. Now right. the Post has it. That's cones out. Oh, right. Yeah. Are we well, stunned? Yes. Are we stunned? <laughs> no, I'm not stunned. <laughs> I'm certainly not stunned. It doesn't take this, much for a billionaire to take his ball and go home. This has happened before. Right. Uh, and I don't know what the... Uh, I know it per- didn't act right. You remember he was ticking off people in the dugout and stuff like yeah. that? He had yeah. his kids running around the whole place yes. and everything and he got everybody mad and he called he he got fred mad and uh, you know it's, so i'm I, not saying he and i'm not saying they didn't screw him they might have but I, let's be I, honest yeah, right. he wasn't acting right in the beginning i don't know what steve Cohen. he probably didn't even show up around the match yet so i, I don't i haven't i honestly haven't seen him or right. didn't see him so around, it looks uh, like though well, if the med fan thought they had the richest owner in sports it looks like they don't apparently not unless, unless it takes a left turn but i i don't know what the permutations are that were to, done 
down to the deal because apparently there was there was some configuring after the fact, or they tried to reconfigure some things, and uh, and that's well, what they them, were. That's you know, what ticked them off. But he, I don't know. Here's yeah. what I always think: it when you have a deal that doesn't take place right away. Mm-hmm. There's always a chance for the deal to blow yeah. up. You know, he wasn't taking control of the team for a while. Right. So when that can but, happen, there's always things that can happen along the way that get in the way. So that doesn't shock me. You know, if a guy, you know when they, a guy like that takes over, when Tepid like Tepid did, you come in, you buy the team, it's over. Right. One right. guy's the owner, one guy's out. Then you have an owner. Right now, you had a weird situation that puts everything in limbo. I think when you have a five-year grace period, right. and then you have a guy who has money and wants, I, I believe, wants to infuse that money before the five-year grace period, then you have some problems, I think. Okay, so, so you that, think, have you heard, and I hadn't heard that, had you heard that Cone wanted to spend money? I believe that to be the case. I don't know that. Didn't okay. talk to him about it or his people, so I don't know. But I've I don't. I don't know that, Cohen yes. at all. Okay. I know someone who I know I know a Wall Street guy who knows him very well. Mm-hmm. And all he says is he gets everything he wants. That's all he said is if he wants to make it, he wanted to maybe buy until, something. Maybe until now. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm just surprised he didn't buy the whole thing. Yeah, I I, I know. I, That's I don't the way know. to buy it. When you're a yeah. guy like this and you got $13 billion, you go in, you buy it. Yes. Yeah, you give them the whole time. I don't think Fred and Jeff wanted to get say goodbye though. I think that's the thing. No, I, I, I definitely think so. I, th- I think Fred, you know, will eventually, you know, ease himself out or whatever. I think Jeff wants to stay involved. And uh, hey, the Wilpons yeah, always yeah. said to me, Fred always said to me, if he said it once to me, he said it to me a thousand times. And keep it in the family. He that's, said, my grandkids will own the team. Yeah. He said that to right. me a thousand times in the last twenty years, mm-hmm. maybe more. Mm-hmm. So that's what I always went by because he always right. said that. He always yeah. said my grandkids will own this team. Yeah, so which, I never thought they were going to get rid of the which team. Which was curious with this setup. But you know, again, but you never I, know I, when guy comes right. in and gives you a lot of money when you're talking about billions right. of dollars and you're talking about tax issues and you got Sal Katz to worry about too. Right. You know, because his money's in there too. So who knows what was going on? So you got a guy comes in and he's going to buy the thing, but he wasn't buying it immediately. Mm-hmm. So then, and he's got a ton of money. He's a big player and he gets his way. So now that always makes things ticklish. So I'm not surprised there's a problem. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I, maybe he's totally out, but maybe maybe he can work his magic and uh, and rework the deal. I don't Your know. Your gut yeah. is my gut is it's over. My my gut is it's over too. Yeah. If this exactly. comes out, they wouldn't have let this come out. Yeah. If if they wouldn't they wouldn't have let this I, come out. I would out. say that's the case. Yeah. yeah. It this wouldn't is, have leaked out. This if, is what yeah. at least the second time it's fallen through. Basically. Yeah. And no, give not Boston, this, but I mean in, in general. And give we'll Boston credit. They broke it. So yeah. give, give them credit. They're the ones that evidently broke it first. So give them credit. Um, uh, I can't say I'm surprised. No. Are you surprised? No, I'm not shocked. I, I honestly am not. I, I really am. And not. you guys but haven't I, seen you. You've been around the team. I, I haven't. Have not I, seen, you haven't seen Cone yet, right? No, I have not. I have okay. not. And again, they've been very quiet and clandestine about uh, you know Brody and Jeff in particular. Anytime we've asked, well, the Mets uh, have had a good offseason. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. They can't hire a manager. They have to hire another manager. Okay, and now they got to get another owner. I mean, anything. Uh, while the Yankees have got a, a team that's thinking, am I going to win 110 or 115 games? You got di- you guys ducking wild boars and stepping in holes and uh, whatever. But uh, you know, oh, what? The, the, the strange thing is, there's still a lot of talent there. A lot of talent there. We'll see what happens. Well, I got to feel 
that the Met fans, now you're going to open it up tonight, you know. Uh, I'll do it here in a minute. I'm going to take a break, and we'll open it up to you Met fans for a second just to get your reaction. I got a feel Met fans are going to be very unhappy about this. Oh, you think? Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> just a bit. They Let's just, put it this way. They just went from being a very rich team to a team that is not going to spend a whole lot of money. Here. Let's put it this way. When my phone blew up around 3 o'clock or so, I said, boy, it's a good night to have a three-and-a-half-hour show. It is. Good. Eddie, Eddie are you working with who, by yourself or Sweeney? Uh, no, Sweeney and Ricky Ricardo. How about I, oh, that? Oh, okay. So my you got God, a, you got a threesome. And you got and you got a whole lot of Met stuff. You just got to get Cohn on. I know he's dreadful. Get a Cohn. Get Gary Cohn. Get get Stevie Cohn. Get Gary Cohn. Get somebody. You know. Uh, All right. Let, good, quick good break. We we'll right Mike. back. Thanks, Eddie. All right. Um, we'll get to as many calls as we can. Then you got Eddie and Sweeney on the baseball and Ricky Ricardo coming up tonight. Uh, so you get all that coming up. Um, the Post got a story here. Boston broke it. Post got a story here. A guy named Thornton uh, McInerney. And then someone I know, not a uh, sports guy, but a uh, financial guy, t- said to me, uh, word is circulating that deal's dead. I don't know that the deal's dead. I don't have any official announcement the deal's dead. I didn't talk to anybody, so I'm telling you that right now. They didn't call me back. They were in a meeting. Um, I, I heard back from them, but what they sent back was someone who was, uh, you know, an assistant said they can't talk to you right now. They just wanted me to know that they can't speak to you before you show they're in a meeting. So that's what I found out. They were all in a meeting. Uh, the story says here that the, the deal is either dead or next to dead, that there has been a breakdown. Uh, the, the deal has broken down between Steve Cohn, which would have made him the richest man in baseball at $13 billion and Will Ponds, that the deal has broken down. Uh, no one has stated that officially yet. The Mets sent out this: the parties are subject to confidentially obligate to confidentiality obligations, including a mutual non-disclosure agreement, and therefore cannot comment. That was it. All right. What's your thought process? Let's see. Uh, Mark in Bloomfield, you start. Go ahead. What's up? Hey, Mike. Yeah, I'm. I'm a season uh, plan holder. I am not surprised in the least. I'm surprised it lasted this long. <laughs> who makes it? Who makes a deal five years in advance? It was destined to fail. And although now I'm kind of happy, he can keep the money in his pocket, go across the river, and buy my jet because that's really the better play here. Well, I don't know, Wilpons, but I don't know that they're for sale. I mean, uh, I haven't heard that. Make the, them an it, offer. Yeah, make I them mean, an offer. They'll listen. The, the Wilpons just needed cover for this casino hotel that they want to build around City Field. This, I don't think there's no, that, 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 that. Listen, I don't think that. I, don't, I, don't, I haven't heard anything about a casino near City Field. I have not heard that. So uh, I, I don't think, it, and if that's the case, why would you be giving up 80% of the team? I, I don't think that's the case. They were giving up an 80% stake in the team. So uh, they, they would keep it if that were the case. But deals like this fall apart. That's what happens. When you don't buy the whole thing immediately, deals can fall apart, and it looks like they, it may have. Dom in Jersey, go ahead, Dom. Hey, Mike. Uh, first time, long time. Good. What's up? I, I, I have a feeling that the Wilpons, do you, do you think they really want to sell, sell the team at all? Well, then why would they go if through this? Gonna hold, well, I think if they're going to hold 20% of the team back, that they don't really have that desire to sell the team. Like well, it's said, a good investment. It's a, it's a good investment. You see, what it did was it gave them a lot of money. Remember, they made a ton of money on this team. They made a ton of money in terms of the valuation. They bought an option on the team. Fred had an option for half the team in the beginning. He paid 
for when he bought out Doubleday, he paid them somewhere around, if I remember right, two hundred and thirty something million for half the team. At, that was the valuation price at the time, and the initial price of the team was twenty million. So add that all up, and he's still making a fortune. He's selling eighty percent of it for two point six billion. I right, mean, they true, made it, they made an incredible amount of money here, and and they kept twenty percent of the process of of the deal that that still left them with a lot of money in the deal. So to me, they you, you know everyone says to me, "Oh, the Wilpons are dumb, dumb." I'd like to be dumb and make a deal where I bought something and it went up, you know, that many times in valuation. I mean, so uh, they're not right, dumb. Right. I mean, you know, so listen, you know, I, I, but, I, I, but I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Any deal that is not completed immediately is always susceptible to failure. Right, right. But do you think they, do you think within their selves they wanted it to fail because they want to really be the owners of the team? I don't, I, I don't know. Dom, I don't think so because I would think, why would you go through this process if you didn't want to sell it? You know, I, why go through it at all? Now, this was a way to stay in it, but they were going to be in it as minority owners. You know, they were still staying aboard for five more years. Jack in up uh, West Side. What's up, Jack? Hey, Mike. Uh, great to have you taking Thank calls you. now Thank and then. You. Thank uh, you. It's fantastic. Um, I, I probably have a minority view. Um, I grew up a Yankee fan in the Horace Clark days, and when Steinbrenner forced the Cowser out, I'd, I'd had enough. I, I didn't like that kind of ownership. So I'm somebody who's always thought that the Will Pons, first of all, I think Jeff, I mean, sorry, Fred loves this team like we do. We're fans. He loves this team. And I, I don't think that he was going to, you know, $2 billion is hard to, to, to look away at, but I think he wasn't going to sell this team unless this deal was a perfect deal for him. And I just think, you know what, um, I think that Fred has always gotten a bad, a bad rap. He loves the team. I think he spent a lot of money on the team, built a beautiful stadium. They've made plenty of mistakes, and they've plenty of mistakes, had plenty of bad luck. But I don't think they're, they, I think he loves the team, and that's the kind of owner I want. I, I don't necessarily want, you know, wheel and deal and billionaire. All right, so you don't, uh, you're, you're not happy with this. Okay. Jose in Staten Island. What's up, Jose? How are you, Mike? Good. Everything? Thank you, buddy. What's right. up? Well, you know, I find it very strange. Wasn't a number of years ago the Warpons needed some money and they put up, uh, was it 20 million or 200 million dollars and somebody loaned it to them. And then when they inquired about buying more stakes in the Mets, they right away they found the money and gave it back to them. Like, well, no, they, 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 put, they put up shares and they sold some shares, minor, minor shares for 20 million a piece. That is not that unusual. You know, George never owned more than like 58 or 59% of the Yankees. He was always the managing general partner and he had a lot of 4% and 6% owners who had minor stakes. Nobody had a major stake, but there were a lot of little small investors who owned part of the team, whether it was the Nederlanders, the Less the crown, all these different guys, and that way he was always the guy. Though all you need to have in, yeah. to have control is more than fifty percent of the thing. You don't have to have a hundred percent. A lot of owners have minority owners, but they are the front guys because they have more than fifty percent. So they're the managing general partner, which you have to have more than fifty percent. Uh, Kevin in Fresh Meadows, what's up, Kevin? Hey, Mike, how you doing? Good. Today? What's happening? All right, so. Uh, Cohen not buying the Mets is a great thing, and I'll tell you why. Why? Because I actually know. I actually know him. I worked at the Madison Avenue building where he worked, and when he was getting jammed up, this poor guy Mike Steinberg, who was one of the stand-up guys, ended up falling on the sword for Cohen. 
Cohen was the biggest crybaby in the world. He couldn't park his car in the, in the uh, loading dock. You get a phone call. He couldn't park outside and have us watch his car. Oh, you get a phone call. This guy would have been the worst thing to ever happen to the So men. you wouldn't have this liked the guy as an owner arrest waiting to happen. All right, so you didn't like the guy as an owner anyway. Okay. Frank in White Plains, what's up, Frank? Mike, thank you very much for taking my call. Yeah, Frank, what's Mike, up? This is very sad for, for, for a Mets fan. I'm a diehard Mets fan, and this is horrible that I have to listen. I mean, both fans, they never do nothing. And George did everything. Yankees, they do everything for their fans. And, and both fans, they don't do nothing. And you hit the nail on the head, Mike, because we all know this was dragging around for a long time, and something's going to happen like Well, this. you know, to thank me, you when, thank you, but when deals happen... They're deals that usually you're in, you're out. You're in, you're out. When you got a deal that has a lot of moving parts or people are going to be hanging around the deal, that's when you get mad because you can't have two people running the same thing. I can't, you know, if I sell you my house, I got to get out. I can't sell you my house and stay in part of the house. It's not going to work. So that's why these are always cumbersome deals. They can be confusing deals because if I'm maintaining even a part of it, I feel like I own it, but the other guy's got a bigger stake and he's also got a bigger wallet. So it's a kind of confusing deal. It really is. Now, we're going on the premise that these guys are right. The deal says, the stories say the deal is close to being over. I don't have anything official that the deal is over. According to sources, Cohn is deeply unhappy with the Wilpons changing the terms of the deal at a very late stage and has walked away. That is the story uh, that is being reported tonight. Give Boston credit. They had it first. Let me get a couple more in. Nick and Edison, go ahead, Nick. Hey, Mike, there was a great article I, when this all came out a couple months ago in the New York Times. It was mainly about the, the Wilpons family. But what the sense of the article was, was that Fred's getting up there in age. He is. Family, the family did not want to trust Jeff with that asset. That, 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 that might be very true. I mean, it could be. I remember Sal Katz is a big part of this, too. And you know what? That might be very true. They felt that it's time to cash in, and they're worried about estate planning, and everybody wanted their piece. Might be very true. Could definitely be true. I'm not disputing that for a second. Actions speak louder than words. Kenny in Point Pleasant. What's up, Kenny? Hey, Mike. How are you? What's happening? Um, I'm a Yankee fan, and I hate the Mets, but I'm actually, I'm actually disappointed. I, I, yeah, they don't play in the same league, so they wouldn't be competing for first place. But could you imagine like the Yankees and Mets both going after Garrett Cole? When was the last time they went after the same free agent? Uh, that would have been uh, if we had had a real arms fun. race with the Yankees and the Mets. That would have been wild. Uh, yeah. yeah, if they really yeah. went after him the same way, that would be that would be very wild. Naf and Lawrence, what's up, Naf? Thank you. How are you? Good, Naf. What's up? Course. What's happening? I don't think it's over. I don't think it's over. You don't think it's over. Okay, why? Mike, Mike, on your, on your show, the day after they bought the team, you said they bought it, uh, he bought it, they took over because the Wolfens and Cats didn't get along anymore. So he came. Now he's pressuring Wolpen to move, and he's going to take over. The first no, I never. Naf, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't me, Matt. Uh, Naf, I never said the Wolpens and Cats didn't get along. I've never heard that. I, didn't, I, I don't know that. So um, there are a lot of people who thought that they wanted to cash in, that part of the family wanted to cash in. That might be true, but I never said they didn't get along. I, I, I don't know that to be a fact. Uh, I never, I never heard that. That wasn't me. So that was somebody else. Stephen Chappaqua, what's up, Steve? 
Hey, Mike, I, I just want to make uh, a point. You have to go to an hour. You have to go oh, to an hour. Oh, listen, listen, listen. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, right now I have to go because I got to let Eddie and, uh, and, uh, and Sweeney and uh, all their people, all their guests get on. Uh, but you know what? Uh, it was a wild night. I wasn't expecting this. We'll see how this plays out. I'll try to get some information for tomorrow on this. Uh, I'm sure there'll be more by the morning. We'll see what happens. Uh, the rumor is that, or the word is that the deal is, is done, that Steve Cohn is out. Uh, his uh, 80% purchase of the Mets is over. Let's see if that's true. Um, Eddie's got a baseball show coming up, so you got plenty of time with, with Sweeney. Uh, the baseball hot stove uh, show coming up this evening. The program, uh, as always, brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos, brought to you by those who drink it. We will uh, see you tomorrow, radio.com at 5. We'll see you in the morning with the 5-Minute Morning, and then at 5, and then back on the fan at 6. Have a good evening, everybody. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.